God bless my church family. Can we just lift up holy hands right now as we prepare our hearts and minds for the word? Hallelujah. God, touch us. Rain down on us tonight, God. Rain down, Jesus. We need your presence. Minister to us tonight. Oh, minister to us tonight, God. You know for needs, you know hearts, the minds. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, it feels good in the house of the Lord tonight. Feel like God wants to do something, church family. Feel like God wants to do something for his people tonight. If you have your Bibles, I want you to turn to Acts 27, Acts 27, verse 31. This little thought just popped into my mind just a little bit ago, church fam. I just want to share this with you in a, in a thought with your walk with, through your walk with God that I want you to be mindful of just the service. The service that you come in and say, I'm going to kick back, I'm going to relax, I'm not going to put my all into it. Be mindful of the case that it may be somebody else's last service. They came in thinking, guess what, things don't go well, I'm going to hang it up tonight. Just that service that you realize that you don't want to really give God your all. Just want you to be mindful of that, but the flip side of that coin is that same person could come into the house, all of a sudden feel the worship of the saints, and begin to worship God, and begin to see everybody else worship God, and all of a sudden their troubles, their situations that they brought in just seem to get a little lighter, get a little lighter as the saints of God begin to worship God with their whole heart. And as the service goes on, the preaching comes forth and does its thing, and then the altar call, then the end of the service, and as they walk out, guess what? They say, guess what? I'm coming back. I'm coming back. So church fam, I just want you to be mindful of that. And I just want somebody to know you're in the right place at the right time. I said you're in the right place at the right time because you serve the right God. I said, because we serve the right God. So tonight, we're just going to feel like, feel like preaching a little bit. Feel like, feel like God wants to do something special and encourage somebody. Acts 27, 31. Paul said unto the centurion and to the soldiers, Except these abide in the ship, ye cannot be saved. It says, except these abide in the ship, ye cannot be saved. Just go and preach on this title, stay with the ship. Stay with the ship. Stay with the ship. Would somebody turn to somebody close to them or across the church, however, your proximity to somebody and just tell them, stay with the ship. Stay with the ship. Stay with the ship. Oh, can we lift our holy hands to the Lord once again? 
Spirit of the living God, rain down, fall fresh on us tonight. Said, fall fresh on us tonight, God. You know the needs. You know the hearts of people that you've brought into your house. You know the situations. You know the way they need to be touched. Only you know that, God. Only you know. God, I want you to reach in, God, and do a work in your people tonight. Oh, and Satan, I know you're listening. You're still defeated. Oh, you're still defeated, Satan. You're still defeated. We still serve a God that is never lost. We still serve a God that's all powerful. We still serve a God that's all knowing. Oh, God, anoint these lips of clay. Anoint these lips of clay. Touch your people. Speak your word with clarity. We'll be careful to give you all the glory and all the honor. And with the church, say amen. Can we just clap our hands to the Lord just one more time, just before we take our seats? Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh God, oh God. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Uh, if you can tell by my title, what somewhat I'm, what I'm going to preach about tonight, uh, stay with the ship. I'm going to be talking a little bit about water, which is really not my favorite, favorite subject to talk about. <laughs> uh, <laughs> for various reasons, I, I'm, I'm just, a, just a Kansas boy, you know, wasn't raised around too much water. Ah, Milford Lake was about the closest, and we didn't like to mess with Milford Lake too much, and, and uh, just the water wasn't my favorite thing, but then I got married, and I, I, my wife, she loved water, she loved water, get all out there in it, then Emory came along, and boy, she transferred that down, and Emory loved water just as much as she does, and uh, the verdict is still out on Brother Braden, the verdict is still out, but so far, so good, Church Feather, so far. He seems to be, he seems to like the water so far. But I'm just going to start by telling a story. Uh, hopefully this will put a smile on somebody's face. Year, years ago, we had a camp meeting. we go down, and it was, it was at a camp. They had a little lake. And so we go down, and they say, hey, everybody, we're going to go canoeing today. We're going to go canoeing. And uh, so this is, my, this is my shipwreck story. <laughs> this is my shipwreck. Ah, uh, so, uh-huh. We go down and we pick out our life vest. And they say, everybody got to get life vests off. So me not, not being the best swimmer, you know what? I made sure I picked out a really good life vest. It was the coolest looking one. Boy, I said, oh, I'll make sure this thing is on. And so some of my friends, some of my buddies, all of them, they grabbed life vests and just jumped in. So they gave us a time. And my canoe, for some reason, for some reason, it was two guys to a canoe. For some odd reason, I got, we got three people in our canoe. And you already know a canoe. I hadn't even been in a canoe. That's my first time in one. And I realized how uncomfortable they are. But so we got into it, and I had three people. So it was the little Ross that you just set on, you know, the front and back of the canoe. And somebody, a fella, jumped in our canoe. And he was right there in the middle. He was in the bottom of the ship, if I can say that. <laughs> in the bottom of the ship. So he goes down, and man... We get to paddling, we get out there, and sure enough, they want to play games. But, man, he started rocking the ship. And I said, man, 
I come out here just to say I did it. <laughs> I ain't crazy about it. I'm not scared of it. I'm just going to get it done. Man, I said, man, come on, man, stop playing. Stop playing. Stop rocking the boat. Oh, man, they thought it was funny. So man, he started rocking it a little more. I said, man, come on, man, stop, stop, <laughs> stop rocking the boat. Sure enough, boy, he did one rock too much. And, boy, man, we went overboard. <laughs> man, we went overboard. And good thing I had my life jacket on, zipped up good. My other friend did. So his was over his neck. He came off. He came. When he went in, it slipped right off. And so, sure enough, he grabbed it. He thought about something he had read, so he just put it around his waist. So we go under. First time underwater where I didn't see the bottom, and I didn't feel nothing, and I couldn't even see the bottom. <laughs> Very scary. So I turn, I turn, and I come back up, and I just know, boy, everybody, every, the rest of the youth group is on the, they're on the bank, they're on the shore there. <laughs> if I can say that at Lake Shore. But <laughs> if I feel really Victor, I can say they was on the beach, but it wasn't even the beach. But they get out there, so, man, I'm thinking, they got life gone. I'm thinking, oh, man, they're going to come for us, man, everybody. I swear, I get myself together. And church family, I look up, and all I see are cameras. <laughs> the whole youth group has cameras out, and everybody's on the shore just laughing. And I said, man, in my time of distress, everybody, all they want to do is take pictures. They be, oh man, Nick's boat went under, Nick's boat went under. They went under. And so the uh, process of time we get, another, another canoe comes over and we hang on to the side. I hang on to the side. My other two, they were a little more distressed than I was. Uh, my, I stayed, I kind of stayed still for a little bit and I was like, hey man, this life jacket really works. So <laughs> this life jacket really works. So I swam a little bit. Another boat came on. We just jumped onto the side of them. They took us back to shore. When I got back, the lifeguard said, well, we weren't too nervous about you guys because when y'all went down, we saw three heads pop back up. And I said, well, that's comforting to know. That's comforting to know that three heads pop back up. So you wasn't that nervous. But I have been in a shipwreck, shipwreck before, canoe wreck. Let me, let me, let me quote that right, a canoe, canoe wreck. But uh, church family, just through the process of life, we know that storms will come our way. I said that we know storms will come our way. And uh, in Matthew 8, 23, Jesus Christ and his disciples got into a boat. And he said, let's go to the other, other side. And it goes on to say, when he was entered into a ship, his disciples followed. And behold, there arose a great tempest in the sea. Insomuch that the ship was covered with the waves. But it goes on to say, but he was asleep. It says, but he was asleep. And through life's problems and through life's storms and the way when God, he, he put him in the boat and he said, we're going across. But guess what? He falls asleep. And I come to talk to somebody that the waves of life are crashing. The storms are raging. And it seems like God is asleep. I've been there many times when it seems like God is asleep. In the boat. And at this time with the disciples, 
they hadn't really seen all the miracles just yet. They had probably seen a few, but they really hadn't seen them all. So the process of time, as they walk with him, they find him more and more and more about him. And more of his capabilities and seeing his power and seeing his might. But at this time, he's asleep. So they do what all of us do as humans. They start to get scared. Start to get scared and say, what in the world is going on? What in the world is going on? How are we going to get through this? And his disciples came to him and woke saying, Lord, save us, we perish. Now one thing about the disciples, that was the best thing they could have done right there. When the life, when the, when the storms of life are raging, the best thing I can tell you to do, church family, is turn to Jesus. I said the best thing that you could do at that point is to turn to Jesus. Ah, uh, and they said, Lord, save us. We perish. And he said unto them, why are you fearful? He said, why are you fearful? Ah, I'm with you. Why are you afraid? Why are you fearful? He says, oh, ye of little faith. Then he arose and rebuked the winds and the sea, and there was a great calm. And the men marveled, saying, what manner of man is this that even the winds and the sea obey him? See, at that point, they were still shocked. They still didn't know that a God that could calm the seas. They didn't, they didn't know that as of yet. But they found out it that night. And I just came to hear today to somebody to tell you, yes, he might be asleep, but I'm just telling you to cry out to God to calm the storm of your life. And the thing about it, church family, is he's not going to stop the storm right away. He's not going to stop the storm right away when you call on him. But guess what? He's going to be right there with you. He said, get in the boat. Let's go over there. Guess what? The storm came, but he was right there with them. And that's where I came. You might not feel him. He might seem like he's asleep. But guess what? He's right there with you. I know the devil wants to be convincing and tell you that God has forgotten about you, forgotten about your troubles, forgotten about your situation. But I came to tell somebody he's right there. I said he's right there. Ah, he's right there no matter what is going on. And it's just your time to cry out to the Lord and say, Lord, save me. Lord, save me. God, I don't know where to turn to. I don't know who to turn to. But God, I just know that you're there and you're able to help me through this right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Ah. Oh. Many times we have been here, many times that we have been in the, in the, the trouble of life. And, and I just want to tell somebody when the trouble starts, don't get shaky. Don't get nervous. Don't get, uh, up nerve and saying, guess what? I want to get off the boat now. I want to get off the boat now. No, stay with the ship. I said, stay with the ship. Ah. Uh, I know, I know it's coming, it's crashing. I know it's convincing. I know you don't know what to turn, but I came to tell.
tell somebody, stay with the ship. I said, stay with the ship. Stay with the church. Uh, uh, Stay with the church. Stay in the church. I come and tell you, there's safety in the church. Yes, there's safety. There's unity in the church. Guess what? That's why we come here, to get strength from one another and say, brother, pray for me. Help me, brother. Help me. I don't know who to turn to, but I came to church. I came to church to get strength hallelujah to the Lord Ah, stay with the ship because this is the first thing first thing the devil will tell you Ah, if God was with you you wouldn't be going through the storm tell y'all y'all if your God was real you wouldn't be going through all this ah yeah, he told us all that. Yeah, he, he done forgot about you. What's going on? What's going on? Why? Why are you going through all this? But I came here to tell you, he's right there. He's right there with you. He's right there with you. He right, might not feel that way, but he's right there. He's right there with you. He's right there. And he come to tell you, stay in the church. Don't give up now. Don't give up now. Don't give up now. You came too far. You came too far by faith. Leaning on the everlasting arm of the Lord. Come on now. Don't back up. We know the peace speaker tonight. I said we know the peace speaker. I've been there with say God just uh, just just peace just peace just speak peace to me. Just speak peace. God, I don't know if you can get me out of this right now at an instant, but God call my spirit. Call my spirit. God just speak peace. 2 Corinthians 4 and 7 says, But we have this treasure in earthen vessel that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. Ah, uh, it's not in the arm of flesh. It's not in the arm of flesh. God wants you to depend on Him. I said, God wants you to depend on Him. He doesn't want you to depend on man. He doesn't want you to depend on man. You depend on God. Man will fail you. Man will let you down. But my God, he'll never let you down. He'll never let you down. He'll never let you down. And it goes on to say we are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. I came as, yeah, there might be trouble. There might be trouble. There might be trouble. But we are not distressed. We're not worried. We're not distressed. We know the end. We serve. We serve a God. It says we're not distressed. Ah, it says, but we are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed. Ah, I came to encourage somebody. Don't give up. Don't give up. Don't give up. Stay with the ship. Stay with the church. Stay with the church. 
I feel the Lord telling me, tell you, it's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. I know it don't feel that way now, but guess what? It's going to be all right. In the middle of a night, I know oh, the storm is raging. The storm is raging. But guess what? We serve a God that's going to get us out and it's going to be all right. Oh, told you God wants to do something in this house. God wants to do something in this house. Church family, I just came to encourage somebody. It's going to be all right. I know, I know it looks bleak right now. I know. I, I've been there. I've been there. I said, God, I, I don't know if I can get out of this. You're going to have to come down and do something. But, but in those times, but in those times, he said, in all weakness, he's made strong. In all weakness, he said, he's made strong. He's made strong. Uh, uh, I feel the Holy Ghost. I feel the Holy Ghost. I feel the Holy Ghost coming in, coming in, coming in. Come on, yield to Him, yield to Him, yield to Him, yield to Him, yield to Him. Let Him minister to you. Let Him minister to you. Let Him minister to you. Come on, come on. Reach out, reach out, reach out. I just come to tell you, my sister, uh, it's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. No, I don't have all the answers. I don't come with the answers tonight. I don't come with the answers. But I'm just going to tell you to point you to Jesus. And tonight we're going to try to wake him up and say, God, come on, God, come. God, I don't know what to do. Calm my storm. Calm my storm. Stay with the ship. Stay in the church. Stay in the church. Stay in the church. Paul, Paul had a very similar, similar story, similar situation. In our text, that's what I was reading. Paul, God told him, hey, you better, I need you to go before Caesar. I need you to go before Caesar. So Paul's making his journey. He's making his journey to Caesar. Comes up, gets, gets, a, gets in the hands of a centurion. He goes on, a centurion gets in the boat. They get in, take a ship. He says, hey, I got to go. Shaturians over some prisoners. And he says, I got to go. So the centurions said, all right, let's go. Ha. Uh, and here's where you pick up. In Acts 27, 13, it says, when the south wind blew softly, supposing that they had obtained their purpose, losing thence, they sailed across by Crete. But not long after there arose against a temptuous wind called Eurachladon. Ah, uh, I, I noticed that word, Eurachladon. I said, man, that just sounds satanic. That just sounds of the devil. And so I just happened to look it up, and I said, the tempest, 
a wind called Eurachlodon in the Greek text. It is typhonic wind, so-called not the name, not from the name of the country from which it blew, rather from Typho, the same with Python and Heathen, a heathen deity who is said to be drowned in the lake Serbanus. So yes, it had every, every, every sense of the word was come from a satanic source. But Eurachlodon all of a sudden comes. It says, and when the ship was caught and could not bear up upon into the wind, they let her drive. And that's where somebody is tonight. It says, boy, you come to God. Everything's good. It says, a nice wind blew. It says, oh, man, this is going to be a cruise. This is going to be a cruise into heaven. Oh, it's going to be a, a nice vacation trip. It's going to be just an easy, an easy, the, the winds are in ourselves. It's going to be easy. Oh, but then before they knew it, here comes Eurachadon. And I came to tell somebody, when it seems like all is good, here comes the devil. I said, here comes the devil. Ah, Nah, it's not going to be an easy walk into heaven, child of God. It's not going to be an easy walk. It's not going to be no easy walk. But the Lord says, for I am with thee always, even unto the end of the earth. And I just want to tell somebody, don't back up now just because the storm, Eurachlodon, is hitting. Just because Satan has decided to have you, that he may sift you as wheat. Don't back up now. Don't back up now. Ah, but then he goes on. And in verse 22, he says, And now I exhort thee, exhort you to be of good cheer. For there shall be, in, shall be no loss of any man's life among you, but of the ship. So once that storm hits, oh, it's, it, it's, just, it's just terrible from there. They don't know what to do. They can't get the ship to do anything. Oh, and they know back then it's no GPS. Oh, there's no, there's no Coast Guard. There's no SOS signals. It's just them out there. And guess what? Whatever the wind does, it's going to take the boat. And so everybody's coming to Paul. They realize Paul, what, what he is. And he goes and he says, Hey, hey, I'm just came here to calm you down. He says, for there stood by me this night, the angel of God, whose I am and whose I serve. That's where my job is tonight. No angel was not there with me, but I just came in prayer. God told me and gave me this message and just tell him, stay with the ship. Ah, stay with the ship. And it says who I am and who I serve. I serve a God. I serve a God that knows your situation. I serve a God. I know what he's saying to you. And he says, saying, fear not, Paul, for thou must be brought before Caesar and lo God have given thee all of them that sail with thee wherefore sirs be of good cheer <laughs> he says well sirs be of good cheer I know I know right outside is the storm raging but I came to tell somebody uh, be of good cheer I said put a smile on your face put a smile on your face Put 
a smile on your face. So when the devil said, why are you smiling? I don't know, but I know a God that knows. Ah, he knows there's a storm out there, but he's going to get us out of the storm one day. So I guess what? Be of good cheer. I'm going to smile a while right here in the midst of my storm. Ah, we sing a song, don't wait till the battle's over. Shout right now. Ha-ha. I said, don't wait till the battle's over. Don't wait till the storm is over. Don't wait till the storm is over. Somebody ought to shout right now. It says, be of good cheer. Be of good cheer, my brother. Be of good cheer, my sister. Be of good cheer, child of God. Get God, he's with us. Wherefore, sirs, be of good cheer, for I believe God that it shall be even as it was told me. Ah, it's going to be all right. 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 I didn't want to tell somebody, despite the circumstances, despite what you're facing, you're in the will of God. I said you're in the will of God. You're in the will of God, even when... Everything around you is saying opposite. Be encouraged. You're in the will of God. God has you here just for a reason. Uh, by the very fact that you're on the sound of my voice tonight, is telling me that God wants to do something with you. He wants to do something for you. And he only needs you. He needs you to be here when he needs you. And in your same, I'm pretty sure the sailors had known, had known about previous storms, previous winds that had came upon other ships, and they might not have made it. So I'm pretty sure all the sailors and everybody's thinking, man, we might not get out of this. We might not get out of this. And I just came tell you the same thing that you faced somebody might not have made it out they might not have made it out of it you might have somebody that you call and say man sis I just couldn't make it out of that I just didn't understand that I just I just couldn't make it but I came here to tell you that same storm you gonna make it out of you're going to make it out of. Just like that, you're going to make it out of it. You're going to make it out. You're going to make it out. But it says, verse 43, it says, But the centurion, willing to save Paul, kept them from their purpose and commanded that they which could swim should cast themselves first into the sea and get to land. All of a sudden, he said, guess what? They knew. They said, we're going to run aground. The ship is going to bust to pieces. Uh, it's going to be bad. But guess what? Paul had already told him, he said, you ain't even going to lose a hair on your head. So be encouraged. He said, the first ones, the first ones, get aboard, get, get overboard, grab a hold of the sides, grab a hold of something to hang on to it. Ah, uh, church family, grab a hold of something to hang on to. I tell you right now, a good thing to hang on to is a prayer life. A prayer life is something, a good, good thing to hang on to. 
Say, good. Ah, when the storms of life start hitting, say, you got to go to God and get that, get on your knees and say, God, I need your help. I need your help. Ah, no matter how much time you spend in prayer, I'm telling your church family, just spend a little time in prayer each and every day, each and every moment you get. Spend some time with the Lord. Spend some time. But they go on, and all of a sudden, Paul catches some. Some, they're, they're trying to get out. They're scared. They're about, to, they're about to let go of the lifeboats. He said, nah, 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 brother. He said, no, tell them, tell them, if you stay with the ship, that's the only way you're going to be saved. If you jump out and you get out there by yourself, you're not going to be saved. I said, if you jump out the ship now and get out there where the storms of life are raging, guess what? You're not going to be saved. Salvation depends on right here. I said, salvation is right here. Salvation is right here. Jump ship. I said, jump ship. Jump ship. And you'll realize, oh, you can't handle these storms by yourself. I said, you're going to find out that you can't handle these storms by yourself. He said, but if you stay with the ship, you'll be saved. If you stay with the church, you'll be saved. Let's all stand in this place today. Let's all stand. <laughs> Said God wants to do something. God wants to do something. He says, only if you stay with the ship. <clears throat> I know it might look bad now. I said, I, I know it might look bad. And guess what? It might get, it might get a lot worse before it gets better. But I'm telling you, he said, we're about to, the ship is about to break up. I'm telling you right now, you're going to make it. But the ship, it's going to break up. It's going to break up. It's going to break up. So if you don't know how to swim, catch a hold of something. If you don't know how to swim, catch a hold of something or somebody. Because it's about to break to pieces. And that's why if you can't swim, if you're struggling at night, catch a hold of some wood. Catch a hold of some, this altar right here. Catch a hold of something. Catch a hold of something. Yes. I said yes. Catch a hold of something. Grab it. Hold it. Hold it. Ah. <laughs> Don't be ashamed of the altar. That's where we all get our strength from. That's where we all get our strength from. That's where we get our strength from. He said, get a hold of something. Get a hold of something. Anchor yourself down. Anchor yourself to somebody. Grab a hold of something. Grab a hold of somebody. I said, grab a hold of somebody. Because if they can swim, they can probably help you. I said, they can help you. Grab a hold of something. Grab a hold of somebody. Yes. Grab a hold of somebody. And the rest, some on boards, some on broken pieces of the ship. And so it came to pass that they escaped all to safe land. <laughs> My brother, we're coming out, we're coming out, we're coming out. Come on, church family, come on, church family, come on. Come on, come on, God wants to do something. God wants to do something, God wants to do something. <laughs> 